Jaya Gopi Janavalava Kirivara Dari Jaya Gopi Janavalava Kirivara Dari Yashoda Nandana Praja Jananandana Yashoda Nandana Praja Jananandana Jamona Tira Vanachari Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Jai Radha, Kalachanji Radha, Kalachanji Radha. Jai Radha, Govinda Radha, Govinda Radha. Jai Jagannath, Jai Jagannath. Jaya Balade, Jaya Subhadra, Jaya Gorani 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 Jaya Gorani Jaya 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 Namaste Narashingaya Palala Dayaine Piranya Kashipur Bakshaha Shilatanka Nakalae Tona Shingo Paratona Shingo Yato Yato Yamitatona Shingo Bahir Shingo Ridina Shingo Narashing Amarim Saranan Papa De Tavakara Kamala Vare Nakam Abutashina Dalita Hiranyakashipu Tanu Vina Keshavadita Narahare Rupa Jaya 
Pralad Maharaj, Pralad Maharaj, Jaya Pralad Maharaj. Shingade Bhagavan Aki Jai, Pralad Maharaj Aki Jai. Shila Esi Bhakti Vedanta Swami, Shila Prabhupada Aki Jai. His Holiness Tamakrishna Maharaj Aki Jai, Iskan Guru Aki Jai. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam Canto 1, Chapter 13 And let's see Thanks for tuning in, by the way, anyone that's listening today. Thursday, Srimad Bhagavatam class in Dallas, Texas. I am trying to be sure I have the right verse. Let's see. Oh, good. All right. Yes, we are on Canto 1, Chapter 7, Text Number 4. Forgive me, Canto 1, Chapter 7, Text Number 4. Thank you, Jason Prabhu. Jason Prabhu has come through uh, with the class. He said, uh, his understanding, Srimad Bhagavatam classes are on hold. I hadn't realized that or heard that with the, uh, the newer uh, sort of lockdown provisions as of late. But since I'm here and there's no one else here, hopefully it's safe. We'll go ahead and give class. I'll go ahead and give class. And again, the verse is Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 7, Text Number 4. <clears throat> Bhakti Yogena Manasai, Samyak Pranhite Male, Apasyat Purusham Purnam, Mayam Chatad Apasrayam. Bhakti yogena manasai samyak pranihite male apasyat purusham purnam mayam chatad ashrayam Bhakti yogena manasai samyak pranihite male apasyat purusham purnam mayam chatad apasrayam Word for word, bhakti, devotional service, yogena, by the process of linking up, manasai, upon the mind, samyak, perfectly, pranite, engaged in and fixed upon, amale, without matter, apasyat, saw, 
Purusham, the personality of Godhead. Purnam, absolute. Mayam, energy. Cha, also. Tat, his. Apasrayam, under full control. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, Shri A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Shri Prabhupada Ki. Thus He fixed His mind, perfectly engaging it by linking it in devotional service, Bhakti Yoga, without any tinge of materialism. And thus He saw the absolute personality of Godhead, along with His external energy, which was under full control. Translation again Thus He fixed His mind perfectly engaging it by linking it in devotional service, bhakti yoga, without any tinge of materialism. And thus he saw the absolute personality of Godhead, along with his external energy, which was under full control. Purport. Perfect vision of the absolute truth is possible only by the linking process of devotional service. This is also confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita. One can perfectly realize the absolute truth personality of Godhead only by the process of devotional service. And one can enter into the kingdom of God by such perfect knowledge. Imperfect realization of the absolute by the partial approach of the impersonal Brahman or localized Paramatma does not permit anyone to enter into the kingdom of God. Sri Narada advised Srila Vyasadeva to become absorbed in transcendental meditation on the personality of Godhead and his activities. Srila Vyasadeva did not take notice of the effulgence of Brahman because that is not absolute vision. The absolute vision is the personality of Godhead as it is confirmed in, in the Bhagavad Gita, chapter 7, text number 19. Vasudev sarvam iti. In the Upanishads also, it is confirmed that Vasudev, the personality of Godhead, is covered by the golden glowing Hiranmayena Patrena veil of impersonal Brahman. And when that curtain is removed by the mercy of the Lord, the real face of the Absolute is seen. The Absolute is mentioned here as the Purusha, or person. The Absolute Personality of Godhead is mentioned in so many Vedic literatures. And in the Bhagavad Gita, the Purusha is confirmed as the eternal and original person. The Absolute Personality of Godhead is the perfect person. The Supreme Person has manifold energies out of which the internal, external, and marginal energies are specifically important. The energy mentioned here is the external energy, as will be clear from the statements of her activities. The internal energy is there, along with the absolute person, as the moonlight is there with the moon. The external energy is compared to darkness, because it keeps the living entities in the darkness of ignorance. The word apashrayam suggests that this energy of the Lord is under full control. The internal potency or superior energy is also called maya, but it is spiritual maya or energy exhibited in the absolute realm. 
When one is under the shelter of this internal potency, the darkness of material ignorance is at once dissipated. Even those who are atmarama, or fixed in trance, take shelter of this maya, or internal energy. Devotional service, or bhakti yoga, is the function of the internal energy. Thus, there is no place for the inferior energy or material energy, just as there is no place for darkness in the effulgence of spiritual light. Such internal energy is even superior to the spiritual bliss attainable in the conception of impersonal Brahman. It is stated in the Bhagavad Gita that the impersonal Brahman effulgence is also an emanation from the absolute personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna. The Param Purush cannot be anyone except Sri Krishna himself, as will be explained in the later shlokas. Omagena timrandasya jananjanan salakaya chakshur unmilitam jena tasma shri guruvena maha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bisham Shapitam Jena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dedantisva Padantikam. I was born in the darkest ignorance, and my spiritual master is opening my eyes with the torchlight of knowledge. I offer my humble obeisances, excuse me, unto the dust of his lotus feet. <clears throat> Pardon me. Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prestaya Bhutale Srimati Tamal Krishna Goswami Nitinamani. Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prestaya Bhutale Srimati Bhaktivedanta Swaminiti Namane Namaste Sarasvati Devi Gauravani Picharini Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Pascha Chade Shatarine Vanchakalpa Tarubhascha Kripasindavasevacha Patitanam Bhavanabio Vaishnavabio Namo Namaha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shirvaita Gadadha Shivasadi Gora Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So we're reading from Srimad Bhagavatam Canto 1 Chapter 7 Text Number 4 The Spotless Purana This Purana has arisen in this dark age to give us light, spiritual light and Shuddha Prabhupada refers to that in this verse. Uh, Thus fixed in his mind, perfectly engaged, perfectly engaging it by linking it in devotional service, Bhakti Yogi, without any tinge of materialism, thus he saw the absolute personality of Godhead along with his external energy, which was under full control. So this is uh, describing Srila Vyasadeva. And he has just spoken to uh, his guru, Srila Narada Muni. And he's gone to his own ashram and he sat down on the western bank of the river Sarasvati and surrounded by berry trees. And he sat, down, he sat down to meditate after touching water for purification. And his mind has been perfectly engaged by the linking process of devotional service. Bhakti yoga and when this is done perfectly, there's no tinge of materialism. And when there is no tinge of materialism, you can see the absolute personality of Godhead himself. 
And so Srila uh, Vyasadeva is in his mind actually having complete darshan of the absolute personality of Godhead Krishna and he's seeing him along with his external energy, his maya energy, which was under full control. Prabhupada makes that clear in the translation in the verse, that the material energy is under the full control of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Sri Krishna. We are under full control. Er everything in the material world and the spiritual world is under the full control of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And such control is very much envied by uh, so many material entities that are the marginal energy of Krishna. They're spirit soul, but they're in a material body and they're encaged in this world of samsara, constant repetition of birth, old age, disease and death. And so the suffering of the material world is there to, uh, to help us, to show us that uh, Krishna is really in control and it's there to give us the impetus to perform devotional service, to perform spiritual activities. We're very fortunate, anyone listening in, anyone that's part of the Hare Krishna movement, we know that the goal of life, uh, that the, the, the actual goal of all spiritual efforts is, this, is the lotus feet of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And we know that you only get there through the lotus feet of his divine and authorized representative or guru or spiritual master who is in the proper line of disciplic succession. And so because we know the goal of life, we know the goal, the real goal of spiritual efforts. And, and this goal that, that we're aware of, that we've been made, made aware of by His Divine Grace, Shri A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada, Ki Jai, Srila Prabhupada, because He has taught us, because this movement has the unadulterated, uh, spiritual, loving knowledge of Krishna, we understand uh, the real goal of all spiritual practices is the Supreme Personality of God. It's to understand, to become self-realized of Krishna. Krishna is the creator, the controller, the Purush, the, the, the original Supreme Personality of Godhead. Krishna Bhagavan's Tu Swayam. Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead and Prabhupada founded his movement on the basis of that statement. Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And he took, Sri Prabhupada took what was a uh, statement of scripture, an axiomatic basic principle. And everything has grown from that. Everything came out of that. Prabhupada was empowered by Krishna to do this. And so the point I'm trying to make is that it's so special. There's so much religious knowledge out there. There's many different religious practitioners and they will all tell you that they have the ultimate. They have the best. They have the real knowledge. They, they either have made it up themselves through, through their own concoction or they have uh, having been inspired by some scripture. But honestly, if you look at the, the, the world's religious practitioners and all the various religions, how many really understand it? How many really get it? 
And so when you come to the Hare Krishna movement and you read the Bhagavatam, you read the Bhagavad Gita, it's unbelievable how clear and concise and deeply moving and deeply uh, true the, the, the truth of these scriptures is, can be felt in the heart by the reader. And if you have some sincerity, if you, if you have some faith, and my faith is weak and my sincerity small, but even if you have a little bit, you can, you can understand this is the greatest script, these are the greatest scriptures, these are the, the real knowledge. And when you meet the practitioners of bhakti, the gurus, the devotees, the disciples, the, the uh, persons that have made Hare Krishna, made the chanting of Hare Krishna their own goal, they've dedicated their whole life to the chanting of Hare Krishna, to practicing bhakti yoga, to understand that we're not our bodies, and then to teach others that they're not their bodies, that your spirit soul, you are in a marginal position. The spirit soul has been marginalized. It has been placed in a material temporary body. But the scriptures tell us we have a superior spiritual body that is our real form. Our, the real form that we have is spiritual, but we don't know it yet. Some, some of us may know it through advanced bhakti yoga principles from having performed uh, bhakti yoga to in a very advanced state, the guru will reveal it. Our eternal relationship with Krishna, what is our form in the spiritual world. And this, this, this is directly what, what, what the goal is, to understand your relationship with God, with Krishna. What is that relationship? How, 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 how can it be? How is it possible? I don't see it. I don't believe it. I don't. Well, you have to read. You have to listen. You have to study. You have to practice. And most importantly, you have to practice the chanting. Practice the chanting of Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. By practicing, by performing devotional service, you can understand who is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And Prabhupada describes him. It's, it's interesting in the purport, Srila Prabhupada really makes it clear that impersonal Brahman or localized Paramatma, just the realization, just the partial, partial approach to the Supreme Lord through his impersonal Brahman or localized Paramatma does not permit anyone to enter into the kingdom of God. So uh, when Srila Vyasadeva sits down in transcendental meditation on Krishna and his activities, he did not take notice of the effulgence of Brahman because that is not absolute vision. The absolute vision is of Krishna, his form, his qualities, his activities, his pastimes, his associates, they're absolute. Impersonal Brahman is just the effulgence of God, but it is not absolute vision. The absolute vision is the personality of Godhead, as it is confirmed in Bhagavad Gita, 
chapter 7, text number 19. So let's read that verse. Chapter 7, text number 19 of Srimad, Bhagavad Gita, as it is. This is 7, 19. Bahunam jan jamanam ante gyanavan mam prapadyate vasudeva sarvam iti sa mahatma sur durlabda. Translation After many births and deaths, he who is actually in knowledge surrenders unto me, knowing me to be the cause of all causes and all that is. Such a great soul is very rare. Translation again, after many births and deaths, he who is actually in knowledge surrenders unto me, knowing me to be the cause of all causes, and all that is. Such a great soul is very rare. Purport. The living entity, while executing devotional service or transcendental rituals after many, many births, may actually become situated in transcendental pure knowledge that the Supreme Personality of Godhead is the ultimate goal of spiritual realization. In the beginning of spiritual realization, while one is trying to give up one's attachment to materialism, there is some leaning towards impersonalism. But when one is further advanced, he can understand that there are activities in the spiritual life and that these activities constitute devotional service. Realizing this, he becomes attached to the Supreme Personality of Godhead and surrenders to him. (coughs) Excuse me. At such a time, one can understand that Lord Sri Krishna's mercy is everything, that he is the cause of all causes, and that this material manifestation is not independent from him. He realizes the material world to be a perverted reflection of spiritual variegatedness and realizes that in everything there is a relationship with the Supreme Lord Krishna. Thus he thinks of everything in relation to Vasudev or Sri Krishna. Such is a, such is a universal vision of Vasudev such a universal, universal vision of Vasudev precipitates one's full surrender to the Supreme Lord Sri Krishna as the highest goal. Such surrendered souls, excuse me, such surrendered great souls are very rare. This verse is very nicely explained in the third chapter, verses 14 and 15 of the Svetasvatara Upanishad, Upanishad. Shahasra Shirsha Purushaha, Shashrashaksha Shahasra Pat, Sa Bumin Vasvato Vritva, Twatishtad Dasanugalam, Purusha Evadam Sarvam, Yad Bhutam Yakcha Bhavyam, Utam Rat. Chasyasyena tad anetirobahati. 
In the Chandrogya Upanishad, 5.1.15, it is said, Na va vacho na chakshumsi na shrotrani, excuse me, na manamsiti achakshate prana iti evakshate prano hi evitani sarvani bhavanti. Quote, in the body of a living being, neither the power to speak, nor the power to see, nor the power to hear, nor the power to think is the prime factor. It is life which is the center of all activities. Close quotes. Similarly, Lord Vasudev, or the personality of Godhead, Lord Sri Krishna, is the prime entity in everything. In this body, there are powers of speaking, of seeing, of hearing, of mental activities, etc., but these are not important if not related to the Supreme Lord. And because Vasudev is all-pervading and everything is Vasudev, the devotee surrenders in full knowledge. And it references Bhagavad Gita 7.17 and Bhagavad Gita 11.40. Uh, the body has no power to speak, power to see, power to hear, or power to think. Um, that is not the prime factor. The, the, it is life which is the center of all activities. The, the, our life is the prime factor, and uh, that prime factor is Krishna. Krishna gives us life. He's the prime entity in everything. We know he's expanded in everything. We know he's the effulgence in the, in the universe, and we know he's Bhagavan, He's the personality of Godhead. So in our bodies are the powers of speaking, seeing, hearing, mental activities, thinking. But, but these are not important, if not related to the Supreme Lord. So, uh, so much time, energy, effort is wasted in uh, mental speculation, in mental effort, in mental thought, in, uh, in trying to pursue sense gratification. In, in, in trying to pursue economic development. But none of these are important if not related to Krishna. Uh, and, and when you know this, <laughs> when this, this knowledge is given to you, there, there must be surrender. When you have full knowledge, it, it, and, and that's the proof that you have full knowledge, is that you surrender. And the surrendering process is the complete uh, effort of devotional service that a devotee has to make to understand Krishna. And so that's why even a little bit of this knowledge, of course, it protects us from the greatest fear, which is the fear of death and the fear of remaining in this miserable material world. So even a little bit of this knowledge uh, gives us great hope and complete, complete uh, uh, understanding that you know we're not our bodies that, that, that this death of this coming body my body is not the end of my existence I will exist after I'm a spirit soul and anyone listening is a spirit soul any living entity you see has a spirit soul within it tree plant animal 
bird, aquatics, humans, so many different varieties based on the variety of the spiritual world. And the spiritual world is, is, is limited, unlimited varieties. The material world is limited to 8,600,000 species of life. And so we've already been transmigrated as a soul through all these bodies. So now we have this knowledge. And when we develop full knowledge, we will surrender. <laughs> the surrendering process. Um, now that we've begun to understand Krishna, we have to deal with the uh, dirty unwanted things in the heart, the anartas. And they start to come out and they cause problems for us because we're becoming purified. And so it's the, the, this process of cleaning the heart, cleaning so that the soul can understand who it is in relationship to Krishna, this process is difficult. And so devotees go through difficulties and they have fall downs and they have problems. And so we have to keep trying, keep getting back up on the path, even if we make mistakes, even if we uh, have fall down, we don't give up. We keep trying because the knowledge is our eternal, uh, it's our eternal asset. It's to our eternal benefit. Even a tiny bit of this knowledge uh, we keep in our heart forever. And we progress, we, we progressively increase in knowledge of Krishna and bhakti yoga. And as we progress, we surrender more and more and more each day. Sometimes you might backslide, but then you get back on the path and you surrender more and more and more. I don't feel like chanting today, but you chant anyway. That's surrender more and more and more. I, I would rather watch a movie than pick up the Bhagavatam, but you don't. You pick up the Bhagavatam or the Bhagavad Gita and you read, or you go online and instead of reading some nonsense, you go to a site with Srila Prabhupada's wisdom and purports and translations. Or you go to a website that has devotees speaking. Now with COVID lockup, right? Devotees are online everywhere. All of our spiritual advisors, our gurus, our advanced devotees are online giving class and lectures every day through... Uh, various platforms of the material energy, they're giving Krishna to others. And that's, that's there for you, it's there for me, it's there for us to tune in <laughs> and listen and be inspired and, and just give that little bit, bit, little bit much more of surrender each, each moment of every day. Uh, you look back on yesterday. Yesterday is gone. It's a, it's, a, it's a faded memory already. But what did you do each moment of the day, each hour of the day? What did you do to surrender? Uh, Srila Prabhupada heard his disciples, I'm sorry, Srila Tamal Krishna Goswami Maharaj, heard his disciples in Dallas do a special play. And, and, and some of the devotees sang a song called, You Gotta Do Your Duty Every Day. Day. And Sri Tamal Krishna Maharaj was very happy to hear them sing the song and reminded them of the song. This is a story that's told by His Grace Rupanuga Prabhu that Sri Tamal Krishna Maharaj would say to him often 
uh, what was that song you sang? And, <laughs> and so Shira Rupanuga Prabhu would say, yes, Shira Gurudev, you got to do your duty every day. What you did yesterday is great. It, the, the, the surrender you did was great. The devotional activities you did were great. But now in a new day, it's time to increase it. Do what you did the day before, but increase it. And when you do this, we all know we felt it because we're still in the movement. We're still trying. You feel spiritual happiness. You get spiritual advancement. And this spiritual advancement is superior to the uh, material enjoyment that we get. So, um, back to the purport to finish up. Uh, just mentioning some of Srila Prabhupada, some of the, the principles that Srila Prabhupada mentions in the, the latter half of the purport. Uh, Krishna is a person. He has manifold energies, out of which the internal, external, and marginal energies are specifically important. The energy mentioned here is the external energy, and she is always under the control of Krishna. The internal energy is there along with the absolute person as the moonlight is there with the moon. The external energy is compared to darkness because it keeps living entities in the darkness of ignorance. Ignorance is darkness. Knowledge is light. Spiritual knowledge is light. Uh, the, the internal potency or superior energy is also called maya, right? But it's yoga maya. It's, it's spiritual energy. And it's uh, exhibited in the absolute realm. So anytime we are making the effort to do devotional service, we're in that spiritual realm. We're in, that, we're in the, 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 the internal energy. Devotional practices are, are a function of the internal energy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna. They're not material. They might feel like it. Well, I'm going I'm to go chant my rounds. I'm going to walk at the lake or walk at a park. So the, half the time you're just looking at pretty trees or flowers and thinking, oh, isn't the world beautiful? Whatever. But still, you know, that still, that's not material. You've taken the time to sit down or go somewhere and chant. And that's a wonderful thing. And so for whatever percentage of the time you're actually hearing Krishna's holy names, each syllable of each name, Hare Krishna, Hare Rama, you're, you, when, when you're doing that, that's, you're, you're in the transcendental energy. And I may think of something else, oh, isn't the water pretty? Still, you know, there's nothing wrong with that as long as that doesn't become the reason you, you go out. But if it's the only reason you'll go out and chant, then go out because <laughs> it makes you chant. But it's superior to just focus your mind entirely on the Maha Mantra, and the syllables and the pronunciation. And then you begin to have a deeper relationship with Harinam, with the holy name. And the holy name is Krishna. Krishna is not different from his name. So uh, we might think that some of these activities are, are still just material or they're ordinary or maybe we take it for granted but we shouldn't because we should always remember it's actually in the, it's in the spiritual uh, internal energy of Krishna and 
Uh, Prabhupada mentions right at the end of the, ver- end of the purport, such internal energy is, is even superior to the spiritual bliss attainable in the conception of impersonal Brahman. It is stated in the Bhagavad Gita that the impersonal Brahman effulgence is also an emanation from the absolute personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna. The Param Purush cannot be anyone except Sri Krishna himself, as will be explained in the later shlokas. So, Srila Prabhupada uh, came. One of the reasons he came was to uh, dissipate, to destroy the attachment to impersonal Brahman, to voidism and impersonalism. They came to uh, Srila Prabhupada and the forebears, his, the acharyas, his spiritual preceptors, came to conquer uh, the Mayavad philosophy, the philosophy that impersonal Brahman is the topmost realization, that just getting into Brahman realization is the end. It's enough. You can enjoy this Brahman realization because it's spiritual bliss. And so it's, it's very blissful. It's very attractive. But it is not the complete. It is not entering into the kingdom of God. To enter into the kingdom of God uh, takes understanding of the person, the person, the personality of Godhead Sri Krishna, who is mentioned in so many Vedic literatures. Krishna is a person. Krishna stu Bhagavan Svayam. Krishna is a person. And not only is Krishna a person, he is the supreme person. <laughs> he is the supreme personality of Godhead. Srila Prabhupada repeats this constantly. He built his entire movement on this statement to free the souls from the bondage of the material energy. And Srila Prabhupada was very fond of his little friend at the time, Sarasvati, who was a young daughter, Malati and Shamashundar Prabhu's daughters. Daughter, And she was in India with Srila Prabhupada. She traveled widely with Srila Prabhupada. She, she, <laughs> Prabhupada loved it, loved her, and loved it when he'd say, Sarasvati, who is Krishna? Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. Sarasvati, where has Krishna gone? Prabhupada, Srila Prabhupada played a trick on Sarasvati one time, a, a Someone, a, a devotee, had given Sarasvati a little deity of Krishna. I believe it was a deity, something of Krishna. And so Prabhupada hit it. And so Prabhupada said, Sarasvati, where's Krishna? Where's Krishna gone? Where's the deity? Prabhupada, you have Krishna. <laughs> Prabhupada, you have Krishna. And someone, to, to get something from someone, they have to have it, right? If you go buy an automobile, they have to have the keys and the title in order to give it to you. And it's the same in spiritual life. And even more importantly, you won't get it unless you go to an authority, unless you understand it from someone who has it. And you can't get Krishna from Krishna. He does not allow that. Maybe sometimes very rare circumstances Krishna might decide because it's Krishna's choice. He's the supreme controller. But you have to go to Krishna's representative. You have to be approved. You have to be vetted. You have to be trained. You have to be accepted, acceptable. Srimati Radharani 
look at this devotee, look at the service they're doing, my Lord. And then she helps us become uh, uh, understood that Krishna sees us by the mercy of the devotees that are close to him because he trusts them entirely to say who is qualified to get my mercy, my love, my internal, uh, spiritual, loving, blissful energy, you know. And so the, uh, when Sarasvati uh, said, Srila Prabhupada, you have Krishna. She may have been thinking, oh, she, she, he just has this little deity, but she, she meant the deity, and, and I'm sure she also understood. Krishna, you know, Srila Prabhupada, you're giving us Krishna. You're the reason we're understanding Krishna from your books, from your purports, which are there every day. Prabhupada is with us. He's not gone. He's there. He can be in our hearts. He can be in our minds. All we have to do is open his books and read and listen to his words. They're so amazing. And, and that Srila Prabhupada understood this so perfectly and purely and can give it to us in this age, right now, for this time. Yeah, 2020, what we're going through, COVID. Prabhupada designed his purports just for us. He said, Krishna wrote them. Krishna did this for you through me. But um, I want to mention a story we saw. My, my family and I, we watched some Srila Prabhupada remembrance. And his grace, Tribhuvanath Prabhu, was, was mentioning how Srila Prabhupada was in front of Radha Londonishwara. And he uh, was very moved. He had a moment of, of great intense satisfaction. He was moved spiritually. And his grace, Tribhuvanath Prabhu, said that Prabhupada was feel, feeling this strong spiritual emotion. And he turned to them and he said, I, I have Krishna. I have captured Krishna. I have, I have him right here, and I want you to have him. I have captured him for you. Krishna is here for you. I want you to have Krishna. And this is uh, how it works. The devotees that have Krishna can give Krishna. Krishna has given himself through the process of bhakti or devotional service. He's given himself to Srila Vyasadeva. He's given himself to Srila Narada Muni. He's given himself to Bhaktivinoda Thakur. Krishna has given himself to Gorkishore Das Babaji Maharaj. Krishna has given himself to Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasvati Goswami Thakur. Krishna has given himself to A.C. Bhaktivinoda Swami Srila Prabhupada. <coughs> Krishna has given himself to so many of the advanced disciples of Srila Prabhupada. And they are empowered to give Krishna to you. They can give Krishna to you. And so the, this is what is meant in, in religion, other religions. I say none come to the Father but through the Son. None go to God without going through his spiritual representative. Now you can go to the effulgence. You can get impersonal Brahman realization. And that's very enjoyable. But that's not the end. You don't need a guru for that. You know, if you have a teacher that helps you, okay, fine. But impersonal Brahman is actually a trap. You know, it's a trap. And, and so don't be trapped by the impersonal Brahman effulgence. It's wonderful. It's blissful. 
and you go into it, excuse me, but you're all alone. <laughs> and you're in bliss, but you're alone. Bliss alone? Well, what's the use of bliss alone? Everyone bliss with someone else. Souls need, want the company of others because we are made in the image and likeness of Krishna. We're spiritual beings. We're like Krishna. Krishna is never alone. Krishna is unlimitedly variegated in all his energies and personalities and forms and souls and expansions that have always existed. Hard to understand, but it's always existed. We've always existed. And we, our, our original place is with Krishna. So I'm going to stop there. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai. Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. Nittai Go Premanandi Hari Hari Bo. So tomorrow's verse is text. Canto 1, chapter 7, text number 5. Hare Krishna.